0: This is a Mixtape special presentation. The Mixtape podcast was honored to be a guest at Operation Fandom's pop culture convention. Here is a small portion of what we experienced.
1: All right, so I'm out here at the Operation Fandom in Wooster, Ohio with my man Stewie D. We've uh, been out here for a little while today, seeing some of the sights, checking out a lot of the costumes and some of the guests out here. Uh, what, what have we seen so far in the way of costumes that look pretty cool out here? De- we,
0: definitely a lot of Star Wars. A lot of on. Star
1: Wars. Well, we have Jim Swearington out here who, um, <laughs> back in the late 70s, was the guy that worked for Kenner that went out and designed all the Kenner Star Wars toys. Right. And then we also have Daniel Logan, who was uh, Boba Fett in Episode Two, and then I think voiced some stuff in, as Boba Fett and some Clone Warriors in the Clone Wars TV show the cartoon so he's out here as well so having a bunch of Star Wars guys not that not that or a bunch of Star Wars cosplayers not that shocking um, we've seen a couple really good ones right um, we have a Darth Vader a little to our left right now Princess
0: Leia walking our way
1: pretty impressive yeah there's a Leia walking towards us there was a Ray out here we have there's a, a
0: mini Leia we have a
1: little yeah a couple little kid costumes that look really great it was a Princess Leia and a uh, yeah. little mini Darth Vader that adorable we see uh, we see some uh, we've seen a an Obi Wan and
0: it was a good photo op too with all of them together.
1: Really cool uh, clone trooper that I think Stewie got some photos with, so yeah. you can check that out on some of our social media. Of course, the o- Ohio Ghostbusters are out here, um, so you can see them, and it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Uh, some of the guests here we've got a couple members of the Sandlot. We've got Yeah Yeah Squints and Smalls all sitting over there.
2: Yeah, yeah, not
1: so small anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, is um, jacked. He is jacked. <laughs> he's, he's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hit the gym. He got, <laughs> he's got sick of being that little tiny dude. He found the
0: barbell and kept, kept
1: it's, it with him. It's pretty funny because if you go back and watch The Sandlot, oh look, we have a male Jubilee. That's Jubilee. Hey, that's cool. Uh, if you go back and watch The oh, Sandlot, I thought that was like Doc Brown, but in a different. <laughs> uh, if you watch The Sandlot, Yeah Yeah was a little dude.
0: So yes, yeah, it's he's, he's, I mean, granted, they were way younger. Yeah,
1: oh, God, yeah. I I think they were probably like 12, 11, 12, 13 years old when right. they did that movie. So, And we were probably not much older when that movie came out, to be honest. So maybe, maybe a couple years older than them. But So this is the first uh, Operation fandom, right. the very first one. And I think they had a really – it looks like they've had a really nice turnout. Things are set up pretty cool. A lot of different vendors throughout here uh selling some really cool stuff a lot of funko pop which i'm always happy about we got but some dragon ball z right in front of us it's naruto stew oh, naruto uh, it's not dragon ball z sorry she got spiked hair that's all <laughs> i can see that's fair <laughs> it's anime you know that Right. uh there's some cool toys out here man a lot of 80 vintage 80s and 90s Dude, stuff we've that seen.
0: Millennium falcon though that you showed me
1: yeah there's a, a company out here i have their card but it's put away That makes stuff out of metal. And I mean, they just take and bend and mold metal. Steel X Stone Studios. And when I say this stuff is really cool, man, I mean, it's really cool. It's stuff that they're making stuff out of stuff they shouldn't be able to make it out of. Let's just put it that way. Very artistic. But I've seen a lot of like 80s and 90s toys that I would have loved to have had. So. Uh, the Ewok Village. You still can. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> if you take a loan out. There's an Ewok, Ewok Village still in the box. I mean, that's like, oh, my God kind of stuff and, like, way expensive toys and really cool shit, but uh, there's a Ghostbuster walking by us right now, so that's cool. Anyway, uh, Operation Fandom. i afraid no ghosts. Uh, that's what they tell me. Operation Phantom, they have a store out here in Worcester, so if you're ever near the area, you should go out and check out their store. It looks like a lot of this cool stuff, a lot of collectibles. They have a little stand right up in front of us. This is, like I said, their first pop culture con, and uh, it, I think it turned out really well. A lot of a lot of people showing up. We've, uh, we've got to talk to a lot of people here and right. hand out some cards and things like that. So it's been a good time so far, and uh, Stewie just downed himself a cheeseburger, and I'm going to be downing myself a cheeseburger here in a few minutes. So... Uh, yeah, we'll keep you guys updated on things throughout the day. And well, uh, look, oh, oh, there's like a I don't know what you call what do you call the guys from Star Wars? All the all the guys out there are gonna be yelling at me. What do you call the guys that the bad guys that fly the ships? I don't know what they're called.
0: Bad they, guys that fly the ships. Yeah,
1: like that dude.
0: Oh the the black imperial Yeah like the
1: the imperial pilot guys the really ones cool.
0: that were in black and the first what was it the first movie You guys will
1: have to forgive me and I know you're going to take my geek card away but I I like Star Wars. I've seen all the movies. I go see all the movies but I am not like a my son is the uber Star Wars fan. I I just like it. Um, and he loves it. He could he could have instantly told me That guy yeah that's this
0: and his rank is the like I like me. I like I like Harry Potter movies but I don't really get into the depth
1: but you know, we've not we've seen some Harry Potter stuff out here. No Harry Potter cosplay. There's a kid walking around dressed as Frodo right now, though, that might have one of the best costumes I've seen here today. Oh, yeah. Like, it is very much on point. Oh, we've seen a lot of I've seen the uh, wand. stranger things. I've seen Harry Potter stuff. I haven't seen anybody dressed up. A lot of stranger things. So, You yeah, know, well, there's a lot of strange things at cons. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I've see, I've been to weirder. They could be stranger, I guess. I've been to stranger cons. Yeah, this one isn't. Uh, we go to Horror Hound. We see way stranger.
0: Things. Oh, you talking about this? So. <laughs> you're talking about the series. Uh <laughs> It's a very. It's a
1: really nice setup here. Um, big big area, so moving around is is quite a few people, but you're still able to move around, and it's not getting overly hot in here because it's so much wide open. So. We'll see who else we can uh, get on the mic today. Maybe we
0: can get some of the celebs if we get a good chance.
1: Yeah, that would be really cool. We're going to try. I know they're real busy at at Current because, you know, people want to meet them. It's a Sunday. So, all right, we'll keep you guys. uh, We'll hop on throughout the, the day, and we'll keep you posted on some stuff and see who we can get on the mic with us.
0: Later, yo.
2: You guys rock, and we want you to come hang out with us on all the cool social media places. We are on Facebook, Tapeworms, fans of the Mixtape Podcast, we are on TikTok as the Mixtape Podcast, Twitter, Mix underscore Tape underscore Pod, Instagram, the underscore Mix underscore Tape underscore Podcast. We have an email, yourmixtapepodcast at gmail.com, a voicemail line, 513-437-2377 or 513 here at 77 and there is always the website www.themixtapepod.com Just go there and all those things are really easy to get to like you can just click them. We also have an amazing youtube channel where we do all the crazy twisted kid videos. Search the handle The Mixtape Podcast over there. Look, you guys are rad, but if you come chill with us online, you will be even more rad. Go, check it out, interact, be awesome, stay awesome.
1: Welcome to the show, Tom Guyre, Smalls from the Sandlot. We will we'll only take a couple of minutes with you and just ask you some of the standard questions. The first one, I'm sure I can guess for you, but what quote do you hear the most?
3: Oh, it's gotta be. You're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, all the time.
1: Um, I think it's pretty funny because we were just talking. Everywhere you go, you see people wearing like my whole life. You're killing me, Smalls T-shirts. It's like huge. How old were you when you guys filmed the movie? Uh, Eleven. At this point in time, did you did you know when you guys were in the middle of filming? Did anything tell you like I think this movie's going to be something special, or was it just you know? Or just kids hanging out, having a good time?
3: Well, we were just kids hanging out, having a good time. I mean, I was surprised that the movie even came out into the theaters, actually, at the time. Um, but, yeah, I don't think any of us expected how long the movie was going to keep going for, you know what I mean? It's kind of, over time, just kind of built more of a following, which was really cool, and it kind of stuck with people.
1: I mean, it's based in a, in a decade that most of us didn't even grow up in. But there's something very endearing about it and that I think most people can just relate to
3: yeah it, I think it brings back that nostalgia uh, feeling and I think even the fact that it was it was based in the early 60s, I think it kind of added to the uh, longevity of the film because a lot of people when it came out because I got people like grandparents and like the grandkids come up to me so it kind of you know relates to generate like generations of people
1: I think I know I saw it in the theater when I was probably I'm a couple of years older than you guys, but my kids have watched this movie. I was talking to a young guy at uh, my office the other day, and his ten year old nephew just watched the movie. So it's kind of amazing to be a part of something that just goes decade. Everyone can relate to it, so I think it's kind of special that you guys got to do it. Um, when you guys were when you guys were on set, did you uh, did you get to meet James Earl Jones?
3: Yeah, yeah, I got to uh, work with him. Me and uh, Benny, uh, Michael Vitar played Benny. We had a scene with him at the end of the film, and uh, we were all excited for him to get to set. He worked a couple days, but um, he was really, really nice and really laid back. And after a minute of talking to him, he kind of forgot that he was James Earl Jones. You know, he just, you know, yeah, exactly. He worked really well, And especially with kids. He was really. You know, really cool uh, working with us, and uh, he, was a, he seemed like a really nice guy, you know.
1: So you guys all flowed really natural together on set. Did you just sort of, when you guys got together, did it just sort of click? Because when you watch you guys in the film, it you just feel like a group of friends that have always been hanging out together.
3: Yeah, I they, they screen tested a lot for this film, and uh, the audition process was, was, was really uh, long. Um, but I think they mixed and matched, and then they finally got the right group of kids, and uh, it all kind of mixed together pretty natural. You know, I mean, of course there was the you know a couple fist fights on sets between the, you know on the set between a couple kids that happens, but we all got, like pretty much got along, and uh, even to this day we all get along. So it's it was it was nice. We got lucky. You know. So
1: just so the folks at home know, you do know who Babe Ruth is now, right?
3: Now finally, <laughs> finally I found out a couple weeks ago. It took me a few years.
1: We really appreciate you coming out to the con and spending a few minutes talking to us. I know you guys have been kind of busy off and on all day. It's like as soon as you get a break, three more people come over and want to get their photos, which I think is really cool. You see, I've seen a lot of people with their kids coming up and yeah. and talking.
3: So I think that's pretty wonderful. Well, my my wife is here with me, and she says she gets the the kick out of having the kids come up. You know, so it's, it's kind of cool too. Because it's the first time she's been here to see see me do this kind of thing. My wife's sitting over there. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> so it's pretty
1: It was good talking with you, man. Thank you. We really appreciate your time. Bustedtees.com. Like t-shirts? I I have a question. Why have you not already gone there and started buying all the cool geeky gear they offer? Look, I'm not just saying this because they're a sponsor. I mean, they are, so it helps. But I'm saying this because it's true and because we love you and we want to see you smile, boo. They have retro movie, game, and pop culture-inspired clothing and apparel, and their stuff is amazing. Go over, drop some gear in your cart, then drop our promo code at checkout. That's my name, Jason, 25945, and they're going to hook you up with a sweet discount. You're happy, we're happy, peace falls across the world, and you look badass when it happens. That code again is jason25945 and that website is bustedtees.com. designs the pop culture Welcome to the show Marty York, Yeah Yeah from The Sandlot Just ask you a couple questions, we don't want to drone on too much but obviously The Sandlot was a film I watched as a kid and now I'm an adult and have my own kids and I can sit down and watch it with them, it's kind of an amazing film because it's held true through so many decades and Adults and kids can watch it together. Uh, first of all, how old were you when you filmed the f- I was 12 when I actually did the film, and it came out when I was 13. When you guys were on the set, was there any inclination that this was going to become like
0: this movie that would just go on for decades and decades, or were you guys just having fun? I mean, we knew it was going to be something special, but we didn't, I don't think any of us could have predicted like, the magnitude the movie got to.
1: Yeah, it's pretty huge, I think. Yeah.
0: How often do you do, um, do things like the conventions? Um, I do the conventions uh, probably like every other weekend. Really? Yeah. So, what line do you hear the most? You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> the movie's so quotable. Yeah. <laughs> so many great lines from the movie. And,
1: um, you just, I'll, I'll be walking around in public all the time
0: and see people wearing just different T-shirts, you know, forever. Or I was in a, I was in a different country. I was in Germany one time, and the guy behind me at dinner. In a restaurant, said you're killing me, Smalls, and I was like, "What? Wait, I'm in a different country." So like, I mean, it's crazy, man. The movie's like just span so many, um, you know, generations, and I think long after we're gone, the movie's still going to be around. And I think so too. And uh, and the Sandlot's actually uh, considered a, a landmark in Utah. So Brilliant. the Sandmark, Sand, <laughs> Sandmark, the Sandlot will never actually uh, be torn down. Or, actually, pretty wonderful
1: here. Yeah. I did not know that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the craziest thing for me is like. Uh, we do a lot of Major League Baseball stadiums. And standing next to these Major League players telling us, like, you're the reason I play baseball, uh, it trips me out, like, every single time.
1: I've, I've always wanted to know, were you guys aware that you were on set with Darth Vader?
0: I was aware of it when my mom said, I'm going to take you to meet Darth Vader. And then she uh, took me to the, our green room on set, and James Earl Jones was there. He was eating breakfast, eating, like, oatmeal or something. And she goes, that's Darth Vader. And I go, yeah, right, Mom. And he turns to me and he goes, I am your father. In the Darth Vader voice. And uh, after that, I was like, oh, my God, it's him. (laughs) Yeah, I think about that a lot. Like, you
1: know, you got a lot of young kids. I'm probably a few years older than you guys are. Like, did they know the people they were on set with at the time? Like, who they were and how iconic some of those people were on set? So one, one last question for you. You watch the movie a lot and you notice, like, it's such a natural flow you guys all seem to have with one another. Was it,
0: was it all scripted, or was some of it you guys just sort of being yourselves? I mean, some of it was just improvised, like, uh, hurry up, my clothes are going out of style. That, that's a, a line we just made up. Um, the whole thing with me going, oh, ho, oh, that whole thing was, uh, we used to tell your mama jokes to each other. And after every one, like when I was a kid, I'd be like, oh, like, you know, that. And one day our director was walking by and he said, do that again. And I did it. And he's like, we're going to use that somewhere in the film. So, you know.
1: And yeah, the, the movie, you guys feel very natural together, like a group of kids. Yeah. Which is probably what makes it so much fun for people to watch. It just feels like even the, you know, the guys I would have hung
0: out with. Yeah, even to this day as adults, you know, we're like, uh, these guys are exactly the same as they were when we were kids. Yeah, Well, we really appreciate everything you guys do.
1: Thank you for coming out to the operation fandom this weekend Um, This is we we met Josh for the first time this weekend Um, I think the con looks like it's turning out really good and well We were excited to come out and get to meet you guys. So thank you appreciate it Welcome to the show professional skateboarder Doug Brown. All right, so we are out here taking a minute to talk to Doug Brown. Doug How you doing today? I'm wonderful so, for those who don't know, Doug is a professional skateboardist. Uh, skateboardist, what skateboarder? Skateboarder makes a little more sense. Uh, what author? Been in some movies. Yep, movies. Motivational speaker. So you've been you've been skateboarding for a long time. Yep, since 1986. So the most important question is, how do you stand on a skateboard? Because I can't do it.
4: Uh, bending your knees helps, you know, your relationship with gravity. I get hurt more off of my board than on my board. And people say, "Oh, you're skating at your age," and I'm like,
1: "You know, I get hurt walking down a set of stairs or getting in and out of the car." And I, I was just down on my knees over there and went to stand up and about killed myself. So feel right. your pain, man. <laughs> so being kids from the '80s, which we were, <laughs> I always wanted to be able to, to skateboard. Never could stand b- very well on it. I got a little more into BMX back in the day. This guy here, he tried to skateboard quite a bit but never quite got there. Never too late. <laughs>
4: I still use the rails from back in the day, you know.
1: What got you into it? Like how did you get started? What first inspired you? Well, I saw I saw the movie Back to the Future. Got the board
4: back there. It's one of my like favorite possessions of uh, my skateboard collection. And uh, after seeing Marty McFly go down Doc's driveway, you know, it was something different. I was doing traditional sports at the time, like baseball and basketball, but I'm a creative kid, and I wanted to do something different. There's only a team of one when you're skateboarding, so I picked it up and just fell in love, and I never stopped. I competed through the years, and I fell into this as a complete fluke, turning pro and everything. 2002 is where my career started, and I still do it for the same reasons, for fun, exercise, and... uh I've been fortunate to be in this position that I can connect with other people. So I speak at schools libraries, detention centers, everywhere in between.
1: They say you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. This is true. true.
4: I do very much so. It's been 21 years as a career. and Just got to keep moving and stay positive. But again, for me, it's like today, an event like this. If it wasn't for my skateboard, I wouldn't be here. I'm hopefully inspiring
1: some kids and meeting people. And
4: that's what it's all about.
1: We appreciate you giving us a couple minutes of your time. Uh, We like anybody who loves the 80s, because that's what we talk about.
0: Listening to the Mixtape Podcast makes you a total badass. Now you know. And knowing
1: is half the battle. So there you go. We have a couple of interviews with some of the people we got to meet out here at Operation Fandom. We also got to meet uh, Chauncey Leopardi, who um, is squints from the sandlot and uh unfortunately it ate my interview because you know we wouldn't be our show if there wasn't some kind of technical difficulty but hopefully we're going to uh be able to have them on the show here in the future for a little bit uh better interview maybe a little longer interview and actually get to talk to them they were really cool guys uh uh tom gyrie and Marty York and Chauncey Leopardi, So we had a really good time talking to them. We've got to meet some really cool people out here. That was Doug Brown. You heard us talk to a little bit ago. Uh, skateboarder, author, really just all around good guy. He's probably going to come on the show at some point as well. And uh, we met a lot of other cool people out here today. Uh, some authors, some Stu's walking up with a piece of cheesecake on a stick, which uh, you know I had one too. I'm not gonna lie, I had a piece of cheesecake on a stick myself. Uh, we've met some authors and some uh, some different artists and stuff out here. But <laughs> we've had a really good day. Uh, we're going to share some of the people that we uh, had the opportunity to chat with here today uh, across the show so that you guys can go out. I'll put them up on all of our social media like we always do so you guys can go out and check them out. Uh, but again, Operation Fandom is a store out here in Wooster, Ohio. If you're ever in the area you should stop by and check them out. Um, this was their first con. I think it went really well overall. A lot of people came out today. Uh, things, it was a really good time. Great setting, great setup. Uh, yeah, we really enjoyed ourselves, so we thank them for having us out. Please, everyone, go over and check them out. Operation Fandom, you can find them on Facebook. We will put a link up on the website so you can head over there and find them there as well. Uh, Yeah, this was just a little small something we did, so we thought we'd throw this out, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. And please keep coming back. We love having you guys here. We hope you you guys enjoy yourselves. So remember, guys, to always stay awesome. (laughs)